0: Hello and welcome back to the Space News Pod, a daily podcast about space, science and tech. I'm your host, Will Walden, and on this episode, we're going to be taking a look at NASA's launch pads that may be affected by Hurricane Dorian. Now, NASA's Space Coast facilities, the East Coast facilities that they have, Well, they are in danger right now. Not a lot of danger because NASA knows how to deal with this kind of stuff because they've been doing it for years and years and years, but they do have some launch pads that could be affected and need some cleanup after the hurricane blows through. So NASA has a bunch of launch pads. 39B, which was first used for Apollo-era Saturn V launches and shuttle missions. Uh, This is operated by NASA and is slated to host The SLS in the future and in the SLS will, of course, be sending humans back to the moon in 2024 for the Artemis mission. Now, 39A, this is a SpaceX pad now. This is the historic NASA pad that took humans to the moon on Apollo 11. SpaceX is lucky to have this pad and it's leased to SpaceX by NASA The company right now uses it for its Falcon 9 and Falcon Heavy rockets and will host crewed launches later this year or early next year. Launch Complex 41. This is the United Launch Alliance. This isn't all NASA stuff. This is all, you know, different companies, but they're all near uh, NASA facilities. So ULA, which is a joint venture between Boeing and Lockheed Martin, uses the Pada facility for its Atlas V series of rockets. And it will also host future crewed flights from here. Uh, Now NASA's... um, Let's see. Complex 40, which is a SpaceX complex, they leased this facility from the Air Force for its Falcon 9 missions. And it secured this pad for launches before it had 39A. And now we have uh, Launch Complex 34, which is Apollo. This is a historic Apollo-era site. It's where Astronauts Roger Chafee and Gus Grissom and Ed White were killed during a communications-related test of their capsule in 1967, and now it's a monument to that crew. Launch Complex 20, Firefly. Um, it's used for Titan missile launches in the past. It's used by Firefly now, which is a company aiming to build and launch rockets designed to deliver smaller payloads, small sats, etc. And it plans on building the rockets there as well. Launch Complex 14, Friendship 7. This is the pad that hosted John Glenn's Friendship 7 mission, which made him the first American to orbit Earth on an Atlas rocket. So all of these pads are in danger from the hurricane, from Hurricane Dorian. But like I said before, NASA and these companies know how to take care of their facilities, and they're all rated for hurricanes. So it's not going to be, as far as I know, there's not going to be crazy damage to these things. It's just going to be a lot of cleanup. I was going to say Kleenex. What, what, what was I thinking? Now, and that's what's great about live podcasting. With no edits, you can say whatever you want and mess up sometimes. Landing zone one, which is a SpaceX landing zone. After liftoff from pad 39A or LC40, this is where the boosters Return. So those cool boosters that you see when SpaceX launches and lands, they land here. It allows the company to, company to reuse this hardware, and um, you know since it's close by, they can get to it easily. Launch Complex Thirty Six, which is a Blue Origin uh, launch complex, it was used for Atlas rockets until the early two thousands. Uh, launch Complex Thirty Six is now uh, part of Jeff Bezos, Blue Origin Company, and uh, included the pad, and this is what they call the highway to space. The pad will host New Glenn rockets in the future, and that will be in around 2021. That's the plan for those guys. Launch Complex 46, which is now operated by Space Florida, The state's aerospace economic development agency, LC-46, is available to smaller companies looking to launch payloads from Cape Canaveral. And it's usually used for one-time missions such as the Orion Ascent Abort Test, which was in July of this year. So that means that uh, companies can come in and use it for as long or as little as they want to. They can segment out a chunk of time. And it was first used to test Trident missiles in the past. Launch Complex 5, Mercury Redstone 3, closer to the southern tip of the spaceport, is LC-5. This is where Alan Shepard launched on Mercury Redstone 3. The flight made him the first American in space after he achieved an altitude of 116 miles. Now, this is, you know, Hurricane Dorian is... a Category 5 hurricane right now. And NASA is preparing. All these companies are preparing and have prepared for this. So hopefully there's not a lot of damage. And the structures that are built there are built to withstand these kinds of winds and violent raging storms like Hurricane Dorian. Hopefully it's not a lot of cleanup. Hopefully they they get away with you know just a, a little bit of a little bit of damage, possibly, and a little bit of cleanup. But they're ready for it, and their, uh, their essential staff are there to take care of what needs to be taken care of. So I want to say uh, good luck to everybody out there, and best wishes. Godspeed. And um, you know I want to say thank you to everyone who's listening to this podcast. You can listen for uh, with an ad-free version if you go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash space news podcast, If you sign up for any tier, you get ad-free listening. So check that out. Also, thank you to my sponsors. Without you, I couldn't do this. Now let's hear from one of them right now. And also, thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend it here with me on the Space News Pod. My name is Will Walden, and I will see you soon. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel any time. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better?